Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time for the Say Hey Podcast, your San Francisco Giants podcast for the real ones. Available wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes are released weekly. Follow on Twitter and Instagram at Say Hey Podcast and like our page on Facebook. It is episode 80 of the Say Hey Podcast. This is Doug Hayes, a.k.a. Say Hey Doug. It is July 27th, 2022. Rob, we are five days from the trade deadline. Uh, it's it's an exciting time of year, right? How's it and, going, bro? Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited, man. Um, sun's out, gun's out. You know, we're out just... <laughs> living our best life here, you know, towards the end of the summer, you know, baseball's in full swing. The playoffs are approaching. The Giants have lost seven straight. Hey, this is, wait, 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 I mean, wait, this wait. is the happiest time of Wait, go the back year. there. Go back there. What did you just say? What was um, the last thing you said? So, oh, oh, the last thing I said, oh yeah, Giants lost seven straight. But, oh, but, man. but you know what? Um, The good thing is it's, it's just a game, you know, uh, nobody's, uh, you know, Nobody's getting hurt. You know, nobody's losing their life over this. And uh, yeah, you know, we got half, you know, glass half full here, Doug. You know, baseball is just a sport. And I, hey, they won 107 games last year. Okay. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Who cares? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know. Oh, God. Yeah. This is, this is shitty top, top to bottom. I, I, I'd rather almost rather do anything else at night than watch the giants but you know what i'm a sucker i keep coming back for more and here we are today we're, we're right. still we're still talking about him all right let's let's get into this because <laughs> you know it, it, before we came on i i told rob i you know i'm kind of glad that we didn't record a lot this month because i think we had brooks on for part one of our you know trade deadline talk and we didn't do, go over anything specific we just thought we would come on and we discussed you know, what we think they should do and what they will actually do. So we didn't go into any like great details, which is great because they have been fucking awful since. Um, Like you said, they've lost seven in a row coming out of the break, which is frustrating because going into the break, they kind of were playing. Okay. I think they had won like six of nine nice or something like that going into the break, but coming out of it four in LA swept three in Arizona that just wrapped up today swept. Um, they currently are 48 and 50. They are third in the uh, National League West still. Um, let me bring up the standings here. Okay. It's just, it's oh, don't, 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 no, don't. I'm doing it. We got to talk about where they're at, bro. No, they're three games out of the third spot in the wild card. Only a game and a half behind them is the Miami Marlins. And Great. six games out, three games behind the Giants are. Those, well, somehow kind of red hot Arizona Diamondbacks. So they're hot now. Before before we get into trade stuff, kind of I just want to discuss like the Giants, where they're at 
Now, here's the thing. Going into the season, I guess I bought, you know, I invested in Fool's Gold, and I was, I, I said they'd win 89 games this year, um, which, God, sign me the hell up if they finally, if they found a way to get there this year. But it's pretty, pretty optimistic now that's not going to happen. Um, Rob, how many wins did you have them winning again? I believe it was 91. Okay, so we're right there in the 89, 90, 91 range. I'm, I'm sad to admit that, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it was 91. That's okay. Most most people, a lot of people were actually right around there. But, you know, they had a 14 and 7 April, um, which, hey, good start. Yeah. Um, and then, but since then, they had uh, a sub 500 May. They had a 500 June. And now they're 8 and 16 in July. They haven't been good since April, the first month of the season. They've been playing 500, below 500 ball the last three months. Um, you know, and a perfect example is like this Diamondback series. You know, a couple months ago, you talk about going in the season and scheduling who they're playing. It's like, well, the Giants should beat this team and they should beat that team because they're better than them. Well, you know, at this point, like I'm fairly comfortable saying that like they're about the same as that team. Mm-hmm. And they just got their asses handed to them by the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah, I, I think teams are coming up to the Giants now and saying we should beat them. Yeah, you know, it's like our buddy Brooks said on on, on Twitter last night. You know, teams are gearing up for the Giants, saying, "Okay, no, we need to win these." <laughs> it's true, though. It, it's true. Yeah, it's one hundred percent true. Like when you put it that way, it's like, "Holy shit, is it really that bad?" Yeah, it's really that bad. One hundred percent. Totally agree the- with that. This is just what this team is. And, 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 you know, I think, I think it's fair to say you and I, uh, like come June, we were starting to get a little pessimistic, but we wanted to hold off because maybe they started getting things going, but they just haven't dude. And um, yeah, I mean, what, when it comes to lack of offense and, you know, I'm tired of hearing the whole run differential thing and they score runs. Well, you know what? They've had about five or six games where they've beaten up on teams and they score double digits, you know, runs those add up. Like look at the season as a whole. This, this offense is not good. Their all-star who is the best hitter for the first three months of the season. Job Peterson is gone ice cold. He doesn't play. And he plays, you know, every two to three days now. Yeah. He doesn't play. Um, yeah, n- nobody – I mean, I guess the last couple days, you know, like Wilmer Flores and Tyro Estrada, yeah, they've been playing better. But this offense as a whole is not good. And then, you know, outside of Carlos Rodon, who hasn't been good in his two starts, out, uh, you know, after the All-Star break, yeah. Logan Webb threw pretty well today, but, you know, got screwed with, with the worst problem this Giants team has, and that's defense – and then the bullpen's just been bad all year. I mean, that was yeah. – I was high on this bullpen coming into 2022. They've been bad. I was wrong on that. Um, but, yeah, dude, this team is just frustrating to watch. They're just – they're not good. And so I think it's time that and, – and we'll get into it, but, like, it's time to, like, accept reality. You know, I keep seeing – and I know you do too, and I know we're on the same exact page. Oh, they're only two games out of that third spot. They're only three games out of that, that third uh, wild card spot. Well, you know what? It, before we know it, they're going to be five to six games and it's going to be too much. And that could very well happen in the next week or two. Yeah. And and, and even so, like, I understand how precious, you know, the playoffs are in baseball and how teams are desperate to get there. I mean, like the downtrodden franchises out there, like, like, like the Marlins and, the, you know, team, you know, teams like that who will, they do anything, anything just to make the playoffs and to be part of it and break those droughts. Okay, but 
the Giants aren't one of those franchises. Okay. Like, you know, they've, you know, they've had recent success, you know, with, you know, winning three and five and 10, 12 and 14, you know, the Giants aren't at that level. And yes, are, could they, could they still find a way to make the playoffs? Yes, they, they could. If things started turning, the baseball's weird. You never know, but there is absolutely no way. And I, I am very confident in saying this. If they were to get in and if they had to play the Cardinals, the Brewers, even though they took their out four from the Brewers, the, the Braves, the, the, the Phillies, the Padres, the Dodgers, they aren't beating any of those teams in a playoff series. I'm sorry. The and Mets. The Mets and the Mets <laughs> who, who, are, who are getting Jacob DeGrom back next week. Yeah. yeah they, and they and Scherzer's freshly back. Yeah, I mean. They, so even the Giants are not one of those franchises where it's just, it's just cool to get in and be there. No. They have to keep things in perspective. This team isn't winning jack shit this year, regardless if they get in or not. They got to look themselves in the mirror and just, and just, you know, come to terms with this was a bad, this was a bad project this year. They didn't do enough in the offseason to improve the team. They completely ignored defense. They have a lineup of not nothing but platoon hitters. And it's just, you have to just come, come to come to terms with it now. And it, it sucks because there's a lot of baseball left to be played. You know, there's still two more, two more months to go, but Back in June, you we we started talking. Yeah, like you said, we started being a little, little pessimistic in June, but I was putting it out, you know, on Twitter and stuff. You know, even when things weren't that bad yet, but you just you when you watch them every day, you just start to realize, you know what? This team just isn't very good. No. They're not they're not particularly bad. They're getting there. But, <laughs> they're but, they're close to bad. But even in June, when they were when I mean people forget in June when I was on vacation you know, for a week when I was in Oregon, when I got back, the Giants were 10 games over 500. They, they were, that wasn't that long ago. It was like five weeks ago. Yeah. And, but it was during that stretch. You just kind of started to realize this team just isn't very good. They're not that bad, but they're just, they're average. And here they are now 48, 48 and 50 is what they are now. Yep. I mean that from what my eyes have told me all year, not my heart, but my eyes <laughs> that, that this is who they are. Well, Rob, you said it. Look at the surrounding teams. And I've been hammering this for about two weeks now. Look at, like right before the All-Star break, I started hammering this. Look at the surrounding teams that are in the mix in the NL wildcard. And that includes some division leaders. You know, like the, the, um, the Braves and the Mets are not far off from each other. The Brewers and the Cardinals are not far off from each other. Um, the Dodgers are running away with the West, whatever. I mean, but if you look at it, like the Braves are going to make the playoffs. They're seven games ahead of that third spot, you know, and, and then the, the Padres are plus three, the Phillies and the Cardinals are the ones that are, you know, tied for that third spot right now. They're both 51 and 47, but again, it's another, let's be real perspective. The Phillies, that lineup, you know, it, it, it is legit. I mean, they have power up and even though, and you joke about it, but it's true, but you know, they have a lineup full of DHs, but, my god dude they bash it doesn't matter they will score runs um and then you look at the uh you know the rotation they have Aaron Nola they have Zach Wheeler um they they have you know those two guys in the in the rotation that'll be fine and 
let's be real again. They're going to buy in this next in these next five days yeah. at the deadline, and they're going to get better. Team already it, better than the Giants. They're going to get more better. If they, I mean, I don't know how else to elementary say that, but they've been buying for three years. Yes, and it doesn't matter where they're at. We know the Phillies yeah. are going to buy. Yeah, and the Cardinals, who honestly I think they're better than the Phillies. They are. They're right there. This team is in again rumors, whatever. They're already really good. Um, you know, they're in talks. They're, uh, the rumors are that they're the favorites to go get Juan Soto. And I think they have the prospects to do it. It's going to cost them a lot, but they can do it. You add a Juan Soto, Jack Flaherty is going to be back soon. Um, the, and they're going to buy maybe other pieces. I mean, Carlos Rodon could be heading there. Frankie Montas could be heading there realistically. The Cardinals are going to buy and get better. The, if the Giants make the playoffs this year, it's because they not only bought, they bought big. And if they do that, dude, I don't think Farhan's dumb enough to do that. It's going to set them back so far to just get in the playoffs yeah. this year. It's not worth it. They no, would have to buy big. Like three or four, three or four moves minimum. They're not it, a move or two away. We've no, been saying that. yeah, this team is a long way away from being serious. And yeah, and, the, and, the, and there are moves, you know, and we'll, we'll you know, We'll get into this a little bit more, but there are moves they they can make now that would, on the surface, be like buy moves. But if they could get out, get a guy like like Gregory Soto, who's under team control for the next three three years, closer for the Tigers, yeah, yeah closer for the, for, for the Tigers, yeah. If, if they were to get him, yeah, would that help their chances this year? Sure, it would, but no. But you would have him for three more years, you know, and, and for for very cheap. So there are moves they can make. That, that would be more, you know, for the future, but would help them currently. But if you're talking improving the roster as a whole right now, there's just, I, I you know, I, I don't, I do not envy Farhan right now. I mean, I wouldn't know where to start. I mean, there are holes everywhere. There really are. <laughs> everywhere. I mean, it, the most common denominator to me is ob- like, like you said earlier, the eye test you watch, you know, and you're just like, you, you you know what you see if you understand baseball and we're, you know, we're not experts, but we know some baseball <laughs> and you know, y- what you see with the eye test is this bullpen gives up a lot of runs, a lot of leads, but you know, there's a lot of defensive holes, but then, I mean, the most glare, one of the most glaring things to me is before the game even starts, who's hitting third, who's hitting fourth. You have your mean Mercedes hitting, hitting third and fourth. Wilmer Flores, who, God bless him, we both love Wilmer Flores. He's been a great giant. Yes. Um, but dude should be hitting sixth, you know? Like, let's be real. Tommy LaStella, who has been hurt off off and on and hasn't and, – and I'm a I'm a Tommy LaStella apologist up until, like, like now it's like, dude, okay, you've become, like, you know, a short-term Brandon Belt in my eyes. Like, dude, we never get you on the field, and when you're on the field, you're not really doing anything. Um, and then Evan Longoria is always hurt. Brandon Belt's always hurt. Brandon Crawford's been hurt multiple times this year. This team, one, just can't stay healthy. And I am not blaming the injuries for the struggles of this team uh, at all. Like, no. that'll be the third or fourth excuse I'd make. It's <laughs> just there's not a lot of talent. There is not a lot of talent here. And the unfortunate thing is there's not a lot of talent in AAA Sacramento right now that they can just bring up and be like, okay, let's go. It's your time. It's not. And, you know, we're at this point where, uh, and I have been pretty consistent with this, at least I've been wrong about a lot of things this year, but you know, there's a reason why Elliot Ramos is still struggling down in Sacramento and he's not coming up and getting consistent at bats with the big club. I really don't think he's part of the future plans here. People. I really don't. So I agree. It's just, uh, it's frustrating, but you know, 
it goes back and forth. It's baseball. It's a long season. I mean, we were spoiled for several years. Uh, we were big time spoiled last year, but we have to move on from last year. And, you know, just recognize that everything that went right last year did, or that could go right did. So mm, everything. Um, <laughs> let's, let's talk about the deadline. We're five days away. Um, and I've told you guys a couple times now, I have absolutely no idea what this team's going to do. I know w- what we have our thoughts about what they should do. Um, and if you haven't picked it up, you know, 15 minutes into this episode, we absolutely think that they should be selling whatever they can. Um, but I, you know, after Farhan's comments, I'm sorry. I know I keep rambling on here, but I, know, I know, I know about Farhan's comments last week about, you know, well, we we're in a position to go, you know, get a big time player. And then they signed Trevor Rosenthal. And I'm just like, okay, well, those two things put together means like they're going to try and go for this. And then they continue to lose, you know, these seven straight. What are they going to do? What do you think they're going to do? Oh, man. And and it's this is tough because, God, that was a week ago when they signed Trevor Rosenthal. We go tomorrow, uh, right? Right before game one of the Dodgers series. And we all saw it. And we're like, dude, this is he's sending a message to the team like, hey, we're we're going out. We're, we're giving Trevor Rosenthal. I mean, I, I know, I know it's a prorated deal, but one year, 4.5 million, you know, yeah. it's, it's July, but you know, and Trevor Ro- Rosenthal has been an effective arm in, in this league for a long time. And so, and I know he had a market, you know, team teams were going after him, but the giants were able to get him. So that sent us a message as fans like, Oh, okay. Like confirmed they're going for it. But that was uh, seven losses ago. <laughs> yeah, dude. A, a week later here we are so yeah as as much as fans don't want it fans are really really still in their feels about last year and because it's a lot of the same faces it is unfortunately it's a lot of the same faces and that's what makes this very hard i, I really i really think after this this last week i think far on really is gonna buckle down and start selling off pieces and start thinking about next year and 2024 and just gearing up again for, for the future because he it's just it's a failed experiment you know this time last year like you said everything went right it did this year literally i mean everything's gone wrong this year i mean well from the time buster posey retired <laughs> you know i mean everything has gone wrong it has been a slope a downhill slope ever, ever since and you know you have you have valuable pieces on this team you know like guys guys like Jock Peterson, Carlos Rodon, Wilmer Flores who could go and be immediate impacts for for real contenders and you know they're they're all, they're all rentals so i mean you have to kind of tamper your expectations with your with your re- return on those but it's better to get something for them than nothing at all because i'll tell you what none of those guys are are going to be back next year regardless and after after the last week we could play, I really do believe, you know, I, I believe, I don't, I don't know for sure, but I, I think Farhan and Scott Harris have, are going to put their heads together and have, they got to come to terms with this and just kind of reset for next year. There's, they have a lot of financial flexibility, what they do with it. <laughs> we'll see. Cause we said the same shit last year in the off season and they didn't do much with it, but they do have the resources to rebuild and, well, not really rebuild, more like re- reload and, you know, put together a better product for, for next year. So I'm, I'm hoping, it, I was hoping they would sell a week ago. Now I really think it's, it's going to happen. 
Well, several thoughts there. One, one you, you know, you kind of touch on the word rebuild and you corrected yourself. I'm yeah. with you because here's the thing. I see people saying, well, they're still in a rebuild. They're still in a rebuild. Well, you know, no, they're we, not. Had, we had an episode <laughs> later in the year last year. It's like you have to reassess. You know, I, I trust me. I don't think last year was a fluke. I'm not saying it was a fluke. Did everything that could have gone right? I'll say it again. Yes. Like everything could have gone right. But, you know, there's a difference between over uh, performing and, you know, I, I, things going right for you. I don't know. Like, yes, I don't think this team's very good. But like you say, it's not very bad. It's not like if they sell this deadline that it's going to like, you know, be for sure that they're going to suck ass next year. That's the, it doesn't mean that they have plenty of prospects. They have plenty of money available. Um, I mean, yeah, they could go get Aaron judge after this year. doesn't mean matter what the contract is and it changes the entire offense, um, you know, for the same way. Well, let, let me just ask you this real quick. If the giants were having this season a year ago, what would you be saying right now? We'd okay. all be like, we'd be like, okay. Okay. So, yeah. Well, okay. You know, they're, just, they're, they're still in a rebuild, but it's like it should be getting yeah. going anytime now. It was but just you don't well, you, you don't win you don't pull 107 wins out of your ass. You're no, doing something right. No, no, and and they did, and it and it, and it all it all worked out. But but what we're seeing this year is what we expected a year ago. 80, yes. Yeah. We we said 81. I said 81. 81. I think you had something similar. I I so, said 80 and 82 last year. So, so right right under five. So that's what I, that's what I'm saying. I think this is more of with this style and and them especially with them not investing in literally any anybody besides Carlos Rodon. You know this is. I mean, we had 81 81 before Buster Posey retired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I mean. Well, and we didn't know what kind of Buster we were going to get no, last year. He, no. he was much better than anybody could have expected last year. No, but still, I mean, he was the best player on the team going into the season, and we all, sure. we all, we all knew that. Right. But and so now you take you take Buster out of the equation, and here here we are. <laughs> you know, here here we are now. Yeah, you know, I, I think we're getting yeah. more what we uh what we expected last year, and so it just it just kind of goes to show that they're just they're just not quite there yet. Yeah, I mean, and look, Brandon Crawford was a borderline MVP candidate last year. Brandon Belt hit 29 home runs. They were like, again, I can keep repeating myself. But, yeah, I mean, losing that production and obviously losing Buster Posey's overall, you know, presence just, you know, with the team. Yeah, it hurts. Um, and, and you have to take that into consideration. Absolutely. But, you know, in, in, in regards of what they should do, will do. Yeah, I'm with you. What they should, they should, they should try and get something for Carlos Rodon. He signed that one year, $22.5 million deal with the opt in for next year. If he hits 110 innings this year, he has. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, he hasn't been injured at all. Knock right. on wood. Yeah, right. Um, and, and it's, it could be any moment. You know, history shows with Carlos Rodon that he could go down for the year at any second now. Yeah. And trust me, nobody's, nobody's rooting on that, especially now that after that options <laughs> kicked in. Especially now. Yeah. yeah that, especially that does now. No, that does nothing. Yeah. But let's be real, folks. Another, let's be real. You know, he's 29. He is a perfect prime age candidate. He's going to opt out of this deal because he's not going to have, you know, arguably the best. He had a really good year last year but he's done it again this year and he stayed healthy. If he finishes staying healthy the rest of this year, he's not going to opt into another one-year deal. So throw that out the window. Um, and he, he's he's going to go into free agency and he's going to go get 
a four or five year deal. He's what we're going to see what happened with Carlos Rodon, whether he's here next year or not. Obviously, you and I don't think he's going to be, um, but he's going to garner probably maybe even something more than a Kevin Gosman deal um, because he's, you know, Gosman's five for 110. That's 22 right there. Rodon's making 22 this year. Um, you know, he could easily go get five for 125 next year, five for 130. And, you know, one history shows that Farhan likely won't want to give that out um, unless something changes in philosophy. Uh, and two, you know, it's like, I don't know. I mean, it's it, you get to years three, four, and five, and it's like, well, was this deal worth it? And they start, you know, getting hurt or underperforming. But yeah, long story short, I'm sure, I'm sure regardless, even if the Giants were doing well right now, you know, other teams would be calling and checking in on Carlos Rodon. Um, he's got to have at least, you know, eight to 10 teams that are interested in services for the rest of the year. He's right. not going to go get you an absolute haul, but. Uh, you could get something substantial in return for Carlos Rodon, even without the, uh, even with the uncertainty of 2023 under him, for mm-hmm. sure. So, yeah, rent, you know, rentals typically don't don't net a lot, but for pitchers, pitchers a lot more than players. Pitchers net a bit more of a, a return than rental position players do. History, yeah. history, history shows, and, so, yeah. and you would be getting a one or two starter, yeah. immediately. Uh, to insert into your rotation um, and a guy who, again, he hasn't been great in his last two starts, but you know, you know what you're going to get with Carlos Rodon. He's going to go get you six, seven innings. He's going to throw mid to high nineties, his entire outing. And he's just going to pump gas up your ass, dude. I mean, he's been really good this year. I don't, I don't know how else to put it, but you know, if you think that they should hold on to him and lose him in the offseason for like a comp pick or I'm I'm tired of hearing that like I yeah. don't care and I'm going to be respectful about it I just I don't care about a comp pick I don't no. care um I'd rather get something in return whether it's prospects or something for him um you know so yeah I mean and it just ties in I I had a thought from a few minutes ago I didn't think but the general when we're talking about last year and this year as a whole you know, everything went right last year. You can't have everybody in your lineup can't be platoons, dude. You have to have everyday players mixed in. I understand. And I, I get the platoon concept. And if you have four or five or even six of those guys in, in your lineup, that's fine. But you got to have three to four guys that are in there every single day that you're going to consistently get a B's. So they can't like get out of rhythm and stuff that you have to have that. And the giants don't have. That. Yeah. And I'm kind of getting tired of people, you know, kind of suggesting that the Giants, you know, and like the A's and the Rays, teams like that, like they're the ones that discovered platooning and shit. You know, people forget, you know, guys like Joaquin Arias played for Brandon Crawford when they faced lefties just mm-hmm. a few years ago. That that dude detoured Clayton Kershaw. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I mean, you know, platoons have been around for a long time. This isn't something that's just brand new, but this is the first one I have ever seen where one through nine, not eight, not one through eight anymore, one through nine, it's damn near, oh, it's almost everybody's a platoon guy. You know, I mean, and it's absolutely insane. And that, and that's why, like, I, I, I don't mean to like come at people and call, like, call them stupid, even though, even if I do think that you are stupid, <laughs> you, you know. But when 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 you're talking about hanging on to dudes on, on this current roster, guys like 
Mike Yastrzemski, who I know is under contract the next few years, Lamont Wade, who's under contract for the next few years. Oh, well, we can't get we can't get rid of those guys because look at look at how important they are to the core of the team in last year. How often do they even freaking play? What two at bats a game, maybe? And we, we can't trade them for you know a, a guy who's 25 or 26. That could be a, a gold glove outfielder for those two outfielders that don't even play. Like, and and, and that and that's where I, I I come back on how how last year it just it put these rose colored you know glasses over everybody's eyes with every with all these guys. Lamont Wade guys on bobblehead this year. Okay, he he played for like four months last year. Okay, you know he had a nice year, eighteen home runs. That that's that's great, but. Bob, are the Giants becoming the Sacramento Kings? No, no, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Don't even say that. Don't even say that. All right. But but it's just when you have nothing but platoon guys, not not only are you you're making it really, really tough for guys to get consistent at bats, you know, you're just it's hard to get out get out of funks when when you're only getting two at bats a night. And that's and that. That's why I believe the, the Giants have ran to, to all these losing streaks this year. You know, they, they'll go into these little funks where they just don't hit. And then they'll mm-hmm. bust and then they'll bust out mm-hmm. like 14, 14 runs in a game. Great. Cool. Right. Ra- ra- and that's when that they've been doing it all year. They did it. I know. The Cardinals early in the year, the Marlins, the Padres, off the top of my head, Arizona twice in the Arizona series a few weeks ago. They pounded them around the field. But, but, I just got to let everybody know, man, that this whole platoon thing, this isn't new. The Giants didn't discover fucking gold, you know, yeah, doing yeah. doing this last year. They had, they just, they took last year where they had a great player in Buster Posey who played most days. Um, Brandon Crawford, who played at MVP level, he played most days. Brandon Bell, almost at 30 home runs before he got hurt. Best year he's ever had. Evan Longoria was having an all-star caliber season before he got hurt. Yeah. And, then, and then they go, middle of the year, and get a guy like, like Chris Bryant, a former MVP. That that is a solid, solid five right there. Who most days those guys were playing, and then you had three, like three, three platoon guys around them. Typically this year, is all it's all platoon. It's every anything goes. Who the hell knows who's playing every day now? And that's where the that's where the Giants have gone have gone sideways. Yeah, and and you mentioned guys a, a couple of times. You know, like like Wade, he had a great year last year. He's not, he's. Yeah, granted, he's been hurt, but yeah, you, you take his his uh, production out. You know, Yaz. A lot of people thought Yaz had a bad year last year. He still hit twenty five bombs. Twenty five bombs. He ain't hitting twenty this year. He ain't playing. You know? Yeah, and he's hardly playing. And then, um, you know, Darren Ruff had a really good year last year. He's not really doing anything. Yeah, great. He had a game tying grand slam last week. Blah blah blah. Had a homer. But you know what? Overall, he's not having a good year. So again, it's just everything goes back to, and I know I'm annoying and keep hammering it. Everything goes back to last year. Everything went right, um, and yeah, it's, so it's it's frustrating. But you know, I talk about we talk about what they should do. We absolutely believe they should sell. I think they should try and feel calls on Jock too. Um, you know, we could get into our trades that we we did for Giants Chatter and stuff, but we don't have to either. But um, yeah, I, like one of my trades was getting rid of Jock, sending him back to the Braves, who just lost to Vol for the season. Eddie Rosario can't hit the fucking broadside of a barn right now. Like they could use a left-handed power bat, um, mm-hmm. and 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 but that's the difference. 
Like the, I think the Braves absolutely would be interested in someone like Jock Peterson because that lineup is really damn good. That's a top five lineup of baseball and, that Atlanta has. And, you know, the one he's in right now is, you know, in between what, 20 and 25th, like in baseball. So you put Jock back in that lineup, he's going to hit seventh for them, six maybe. He's going to see fastballs. Uh, he doesn't have to, you know, be relied upon for everything. Um, like here, he's been treated like he's the best player on the team. He's not. He didn't, play, he didn't play. Yeah. So <laughs> point being like the Giants should try and get something for Jock. Cause he could be valuable somewhere else for sure and go hit for power. But that's, you know, that's what they should do. I'm hanging on to, you know, the sad fact that I, I think the Giants are going to do nothing significant in these next five days. I really do. And, and whether that be some sort of way of, slightly buying into hey let's just try and ride this out and sneak in which i think in long in the long run is a big mistake because again we really don't think rodon's gonna be back who knows if jock is back next year i mean they they could maybe try and like you said guys under control wait in yaz but who knows they're probably gonna be here next year but they're not gonna be better than what they are now like we've seen their peak and so um they could try and get something for certain pieces uh but I really do. I think if they do anything, it's a one or two minor moves, um, but nothing that really moves the needle for me, dude. I just I don't I don't think they're going to do anything. I, and we're I, all going to be really fucking pissed. I, you know, I I don't know. Man, this is tough because, yeah, I mean, it sucks when your team is in limbo like this. And, and thanks to this to the new third wild card, which yeah, at the, at the time I was like, Oh, that's kind of a good idea. Now I fucking hate it because if there wasn't that third wild card right now, this wouldn't even be a discussion. I mean, this would be like, no, okay, they'd be. <laughs> they're, they're playing out the string. They're, they're playing out these last two months. If something crazy happens, cool. Something crazy happens. Like, like, you know, I mean, it happens every now and then, but that's the worst part. It's that it's that, be six games out. It, it, it'd be over on the Padres. <laughs> it'd be over. It would be over. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but yeah. Yeah, no, yeah it would be over. They just, they'd be, you know, to play out the straight. For sure, selling. And then we, we, we'd be talking right now. Well, okay, well, I guess if they're ever going to play Heli or Ramos, now's the time and bring him up and see what he can do. Give him a little two month run like they did Pablo Sandoval back in 2009. Yeah. You know, paid things, off. Things like that. You know, just things like that. That's where we would be right now. But, but yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I don't envision them, you know, doing anything substantial to help the team now i think like i said i think they'll sell i I think they're at that point now i think they will start you know cutting bait you know getting getting what they can and reassess because i'm again not rebuild reload reassess yeah Yeah, i mean they're beyond rebuild dude i mean when, when you have the money available that they have and you know whether the thing and and our buddy brooks brings this up a lot too there's there's got to be some worry when a lot of these really good prospects get up to Sacramento and they kind of die out. Like it's yeah. kind of a common theme now. A mm. lot of the a lot of the bulk of the talent, quote unquote, is down in Eugene and Richmond. Great. Excited to see it. A lot of it in San Jose, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they're not close. But the thing is, is they can move those pieces like I am so ready for them to move pieces. You know, like how many of these prospects are going to pan out? Not many. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, go get something proven for him. Like there's, I hate the word untouchable. Like 
you know, Luciano was untouchable forever. And then now everybody's throwing him in the, you know, Juan, Juan Soto trade. for Juan. So yeah, I yeah. fucking give up Marco Luciano for Juan Soto too. Yeah, you know, so untouchable means for nothing, you know, like, and, and, and maybe even more untouchable uh, is Kyle Harrison than, mm-hmm. than Luciano. Like I'm really excited for him. I hope, you know, if he does remain, you know, remain with the giants, like I hope he's going to be, you know, the two starter, right up there with Logan Webb, maybe by the end of next year, who knows, but like, nobody's untouchable. Like people overvalue prospects. I don't care who they are. If you can move pieces to go get proven pieces because nobody knows how good prospects are going to be nobody. So, you know, this off season, they could move some of these guys that are mashing down in Eugene in Richmond in high a double a, you know, and, and go get one or two pieces. Um, I mean, and that's for another episode, another day, another off season, whatever. But yeah, I, I, they don't have a ton of assets. They don't have a ton of movable assets, but the few that you have, dude, get something for them now. Maybe you can, you know, bulk up that farm system a little more. And trust me, it's not like we're coming on saying, you know, well, the giants are going to be out of playoff contention for the next two, three years. No, it's not like it wouldn't surprise me at all. If the giants went out and, I'm not saying win the West next year, but if I can finish second and get a wild card and get in, like they could absolutely do that. That could happen. Yeah. They're not far. It's they're not far off. They're not in a rebuild. I'm tired of the rebuild word. Um, But yeah, it's, it's been a frustrating underwhelming season up to this point, but you know, make the most of what you have, like be realistic and do what you can to, to get better. Well, and, and, and also, you know, you, you talk, you talked about the guys in double A and high A and which were, that's where the, the bulk of the Giants, uh, you know, talent on the farm is that. But when you, when you when you start talking about guys like you know like like Juan Soto, I mean, perfect example right now. You know when when the Nats come calling and start asking about deals, and when they throw in, you know, yeah, we want some prospects, but we want one or two guys who can play now because we really suck, and that's what that's what they're saying. Yeah, you know, because we need guys. And then when you start throwing out names like, yeah, like like Luis Gonzalez. Lamont Wade, Mike Yastrzemski, and everybody's, laugh at you. and everybody's, oh, no, 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 you know, and not, well, no, you can't trade them, no, no, why the fuck not? <laughs> you know? I'd rather play with five and have Soto out there. Yes, exactly, exactly, <laughs> but, but that's, but that's, that's where I just, I feel like that's where G- Giants, the fan base is at after last year. And hell, and Luis Gonzalez wasn't even on the team last year. No. And you got guys going, we can't trade him. What, the, what are you talking about? You know, like, dude, like, I'm, I'm talking just, about getting a generational talent here. That's what I'm talking about. And he's 23. And, he's 23. and yes, <laughs> he, he, you know, he doesn't have a long term contract, but he's still under there for two and a half years. And in that time, if you fail to convince him to stay, then, you. you know, you have other problems in your organization yeah. as well. Yeah, you fucked um, up. Yeah. And, and trust me, we are not saying the Giants should go and get Juan Soto and that they're going to like, I, it's not happening. Juan Soto is not coming here. I'm saying they should, but I, I would, <laughs> I would trust me. I would, but I, I, at this point, who knows? Um, but uh, I, I've, I've moved on from that quick. I don't think it's going to happen because they would, you, you, you want to talk real and get, yeah. Hey, I want a player ready now in return. Well, yeah. Give me Logan Webb. And, yeah. you know, like, I wouldn't be thrilled about giving up Logan Webb. But, no. Um, but, but, yeah, but, I, just, I just, I don't know. I just, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I think. No, I, no. But, like, with, it's not just Juan Soto. It's, like, if, if you want the if you want the Giants to, 
make make a play for 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 an impact player and yeah. somebody and somebody comes calling for a guy that we that we know can can play you hear him out yeah you hear him out and <laughs> and that's and, and that's the thing too like when you start talking about like yeah like Yaz Gonzalez and Yastrzemski yeah I think they could play every day but they're not gonna play every day on this fucking team because yeah. Yeah. I mean it's we'll never know we'll never find out how, how they can do in a full-time role on this team but maybe a team like the Pirates or the Nationals or the A's maybe a team like that play fuck it yeah well we'll, we'll let them play every day screw it yeah <laughs> you know yeah. we need to we need talent yep yep i agree uh so yeah if you can't tell rob and i are pretty fired up about the giants right now <laughs> but yeah man it's like i said it's been uh an underwhelming season but that's baseball you know you're gonna have good seasons where you don't expect it to be i.e last year and then you're gonna have not so great seasons when you expect it to be i.e this year and that's just how the game goes and that's what makes it beautiful and that's why we love it but yeah i think we're at the point of they've lost seven straight they're not beating bad teams you know they're not beating mediocre teams which consistently which puts them right there as mediocre themselves that's what i was gonna say so (laughs) um yeah i hey farhan's a smart guy i still trust in him i trust in scott harris i i Love the Giants. I always will. They could lose the rest of the season. I'm still <laughs> going to follow every game. Um, but hoping that they, uh, you know, do the right thing. Because I think I think most people that have followed this team this year understand, like, there's, there's really not a good chance of them getting in. And if they do, then they sacrifice some things that they probably shouldn't be sacrificing. Yeah, so. yeah. And, uh, again, like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to flip back because it's the only thing that keeps me going right now. It's if I could, if we could just flip the years real quick and if say this, yeah, this was 2021 and they had this record. I'd be like, Oh, cool. They're, they're doing all right. Oh, okay. Great. 48 and 50. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, we went 29, 31 last year, you know, maybe they're flirting yeah. with the wild card. Let's see what they do. Yeah. Here they come, but that's not, that's, that's not what happened. That's not how it works. And you win 107 and it just takes everybody's mind out in the fucking outer space. And, yep. and, and yep. here, here we are, here we are. We're 48 and 50. And that's to be real. That's probably what, what, what they should be. Five more losses and they'll match last year's total. It's crazy. No, it's crazy. No, no, no. But, uh, yeah. Okay. You know what? We'll see how things go. Uh, I'm sure we will jump on and record another episode after the deadline, kind of yeah. have a reaction episode. So, you know where we stand. Uh, appreciate all your guys' support. Uh, keep commenting, you know, hitting us up and telling us your thoughts. Uh, make sure you join up on Giants Chatter on Facebook. Also follow on Twitter at Giants Chatter. Follow me on Twitter at Say Hey Doug. Follow Rob at Say Hey Rob. Uh, yeah. Uh, so until next time, we'll catch you then uh, for the Say Hey Podcast. Thanks for joining and go Giants. Go Giants. They got swept. When the Giants come to town, it's bye-bye, baby. Every time the chips are done, it's bye-bye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. 
Granger, for the ones who get it done.